You know, when things happen out of nowhere or by surprise, you know, you appreciate it. You appreciate it. You, you go, all right, this is good. I didn't see this coming. Well, Isaiah Swerve Scott becoming the new North American champion is something that I just did not expect, at least not right now. I knew that it would happen eventually, but right now I didn't see it happening. Um, kind of opens up a variety of things that are possible for the future. Um, a variety of possibilities for both these superstars. Um, we're not going to waste any time. This is NXT's Within the Ropes review, and I am the host. You know who I am. B-R-I-A-N-T-R-O-N-I-C. Official Queen City. Stan. <laughs> um, but let's get into it, man. Uh, Capital Wrestling Center uh, was on fire um, most of the night. The beginning of the night uh, started off the women's number one contenders triple threat tag team match to see who's going to go to Great American Bash to take on The Way. We saw Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez go up against Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Shout out to Shotzi. Um, and Il Shirai and Zoe Stark. Now, I don't really know. I don't really know who I wanted to win this match. Dakota Kai and Raquel, I, I would say, considering Raquel's the NXT Women's Champion, all right, I'd be cool if they won. But then Ember and Shotzi, I like them as a tag team. Would have been nice to see them win. But kind of was expecting it considering she just came back. Io Shirai and Zoe Stark were able to pull out the win. Um, it was at one point where um, Shotzi had took a dive through the ropes. It took everyone out. Ember Moon goes up to the top. Turnbuckle, she dives, knocks everyone down. Zoe Stark goes up to the top turnbuckle, and she dives and takes everyone out. And the entire CWC was roaring. Like, I don't know if that's them with a combination of piped-in crowd noise or whatnot, but I'm, I think by now I'm able to um, tell the difference and they were on fire, and it made the match and the moment that much more enjoyable, for me at least. Um, it was crazy. But um, they were going all at it. Uh, it was at, w- at one point, uh, um, uh, Raquel Gonzalez uh, hit a couple of power bombs. Um to take out everyone who was going after Dakota Kai. Um, everybody's, you know, pushing each other. Everyone's fighting. It was like move after move, super kicks, roundhouse kicks, elbows, driving knees. It was pretty much everything in this match. 
Um, at one point, Shirai goes for the moon, uh, goes for the moon salt, and like I said, Raquel Gonzalez takes everybody out. Protect Dakota Kai. Um, and then Zoe, Ember, Dakota, everybody exchange moves back and forth to the point where it kind of leaves Io Shirai wide open to hit her signature moonsault off the top rope. She pins Dakota Kai, gets the one, two, three, and now Io Shirai and Zoe Stark are the new number one contenders and will be challenging for the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions at the Great American Bash. So this is cool. Um, I like it. Heel Shirai, of course, but now we have to we we have to wonder are they going to be able to coexist? Um, I would have to I would have to assume or think that maybe you know either Zoe Stark will turn on Eo, um, t- maybe towards the end of the match, or you know uh, something happening. I think it's too early to take the titles off the way. I, I'll give him I'll give him a little bit more. I, in fact, I wouldn't take the titles off the way until you get a takeover where you're back in one of these arenas and fans are back. I feel like the women's tag team division needs to establish a little more in NXT. And then you have a big title swap in front of fans, like a lot of fans. That's my opinion. They go to a backstage sh- a segment uh, with Karrion Cross and Scarlett uh, arriving at the arena. And then Johnny Gargano just hits Karrion Cross with an ambush right away. Um, it was quick. It was a little in and out. Security break it up nonetheless. And, um, you know, I was surprised. And I was kind of happy because I was like, yo, are we going to get babyface Johnny Gargano? Like, is this the moment? Is this the time? But only time will tell. Um, they announced that the breakout tournament, the NXT breakout tournament is coming back in two weeks. So that's exciting. We're going to see a lot of, you know, new names, new signees, um, people who have been at the Performance Center Working their, working their ass off. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some, you know. I mean, if you watch 205 Live, you're going to see whatever's left of 205 Live. Um, they're probably going to be a part of it. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, Carrying Cross and Scarlet head to the ring. Um, but, but before that, I want to talk about the, um, the backstage segment with Bronson Reed that got interrupted by Hit Row. Um, which kind of made our main event uh, last night. It was uh, Bronson Reed uh, getting interviewed and then hit row interrupting. It was Isaiah Swerve Scott um, basically challenging him to a championship match. And, of course, Bronson Reed being who he is, he's like, I accept. Let's do it. Not wasting any time. So that's how we got our main event last night. Uh, Karen Cross and Scarlett, though, uh, head to the ring. Calls out Johnny Gargano. He said, I get it. He said, I got you last week. You got me this week. Gargano comes out, begins to talk crap about Cross, uh, telling him that he, you know, he's not that good in the ring, basically. Basically, kind of the same stuff that Adam Cole was saying to him. 
Um, and then uh, Austin Theory would attack Cross from behind. Um, Gargano and Cross um, begin a brawl, of course, because Cross took care of business with uh, Austin Theory. Cross started bashing Gargano's head into the like the, the plexiglass with the cage behind it. Started bashing and bashing and bashing. Um, then he gets to a point where he's, you know, laid out. And uh, Cross picks up the steel steps. And um, thinking about slamming it on Gargano's head. Um, but then security comes out to stop him. Um, you know, Joe's out there. Gargano gets up while security's apprehending Cross. Hits him with a super kick. Boom. Crashes down him and all of the security. Um, Gargano kind of like skips away in a like gotcha kind of moment. Um, so that was cool. But then uh, as Joe makes his down or Joe makes his way down the ramp, um, <laughs> Karrion Cross gets in Samoa Joe's face and goes, you're doing a really good job, Joe. And then and just walks off again. I love any altercation with Samoa Joe involving anybody else. So I'm not mad at it. I like to see more. Um, We get a little uh, vignette or package showing the battery, uh, the charging battery. Uh, I thought that that had something to do with Diamond Mind, but apparently it does not. So I'm curious to see and to know what that is. Uh, We finally get a... I guess I wouldn't say debut, but an in-ring return for Roderick Strong, uh, accompanied by Malcolm Bivens, Tyler Russ, and Hideki Suzuki uh, versus um, Asher Hale. And this match was interesting. I mean, nothing short of what we're all used to coming from uh, Roderick Strong. Sizing each other up. Strong takes him out quick. Um, Hale goes for the ankle lock strong, basically reverses it. Um, Roger strong being extremely aggressive in this match, a few heavy chops. Um, he hooks the arms, slams them down. Uh, strong puts him in a submission. He taps out and end of the match. There it is. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it was, it was, it wasn't anything that we haven't seen from Roderick Strong before. We all know how Roderick Strong gets down. After the match, Malcolm Bivens says that the diamond mine is open for business. Whatever that means. I like it, though. Roderick picks up the W. Um, Cameron Grimes had a match with Ari Sterling, which is which was a really good match. Ari Sterling is a familiar face from 205 Live. I don't know if you guys watch 205 Live, but he is definitely a familiar face to me. Um, really, really good match. Sterling goes for a moonsault splash. Um, moves. Uh, 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 Grimes will move out of the way. Uh, he counters it with the cave in and uh, picks up the victory. L.A. Knight after the match would come down and and tell Grimes what he thinks about him, and basically challenges him to a match. For the championship, the million dollar championship at the Great American Bash. Now, again, I think these two guys 
we're bound to run it back, right? I just didn't know that the title was going to be involved. Now, I need to know, is this championship going to be an actually champ, an actual championship in NXT? Or is this just going to be kind of like a thing between these guys? I don't know. But I'm curious to see going forward. L.A. Knight would then go on to say that if he beats Cameron Grimes, that he'll have to become L.A. Knight's butler. <laughs> if Grimes wins, then, of course, he'll become the million-dollar champion. I, this is interesting to me. So now you've added a stipulation to where I don't really know what's going to happen. Is Grimes, is Grimes, is Grimes going to lose to become his butler? Or is L.A. Knight going to lose the million-dollar championship? I don't know. We'll have to see. I want to say that we'll probably see some type of involvement from the million dollar man this time around i don't know who knows um but like i said Cameron grimes picked up the victory over ari sterling ari sterling's great man um hope he gets a chance a spot on nxt or in the breakout tournament or whatever because i like him um we get a promo uh segment backstage uh with the way confront confronting eel shirai and zoe stark um, you know, like only like only the way can, right? Um, so that was interesting. You know, they pulled the oh, can you guys be on the same page? Yada yada yada. So we'll see at the Great American Bash next week. Um, Kyle O'Reilly heads to the ring and he tells Adam Cole um to come out. Uh Cole doesn't come out, but then he 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 interrupts Kyle O'Reilly uh right away. Um they're going back and forth. You know, it's kind of the same stuff that they had in their first match, the non-sanctioned or whatever. It was kind of all the same stuff. Um, Samoa Joe comes out there. He gets in the ring and tells both men to carry on. He's like, I'm just here just to, you know, make sure nothing goes down. Uh, Cole tells Kyle O'Reilly he's obsessed with him and that he's been carrying O'Reilly since the Undisputed Era began. And and everyone knows it, he says. And he says, whether Samoa Joe wants to admit it or not, Samoa Joe knows it. And he says, hell, even your wife knows it. That is when Kyle O'Reilly basically lost it. He's like, don't talk about my wife. And then they get each other's face. They're hitting each other, like they're headbutting each other back and forth. Uh, Cole takes a swing at O'Reilly. O'Reilly ducks. Uh, Samoa Joe kind of ducks. He He kind of gets almost involved or uh, wrapped up in the situation. Um, O'Reilly ends up taking him down, put him in a submission lock. Uh, Adam Cole begins to tell Samoa Joe, like, get him off me, get him off me, get him off me. Samoa Joe just kind of looks, you know, and looks around and, and he leaves the ring. <laughs> He's walking up the ramp and he stops. He looks back. And then he signals for security to come and break up the submission hold. And I, I thought that was cool. Again, we're teasing Joe. Look, man, you disrespect Joe. Joe is going to be like, whatever, you know. Joe honestly felt like he deserved it, but it's kind of weird, right, considering that Joe has used other people's wives plenty of times. <laughs> and we know, you know, one of the recent ones with AJ Styles, you know, we've seen this before from Joe. So. Joe probably understands how, you know, much, you know, someone who in, involves someone's family member, wife, kid, whatever, you know, I mean, when, when you get dealt with, you know, you kind of got it coming to you. So I don't know. 
it was cool. Again, I have no issue with Joe getting involved with anybody, whether it be a physical or verbal confrontation. You know, he's he's the muscle. He's the authority figure now alongside William Regal. The next match we got is uh, Boa and Zaylee versus Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez. Um, this match was good, but it ended up ending in a referee stoppage due to Zaylee legitimately uh, taking out Mercedes Martinez with a roundhouse kick. When I initially seen it, I was like, "Oh, that cell was beautiful," but then Mercedes kicked out. And I was like, oh, that's not a kick out. That wasn't supposed to happen. That's not good. Um, it looked like Mercedes was trying to, you know, reach for a tag to kind of get herself out of there. I don't know. Um, I hope she is okay, though. Um, it's pretty scary. And I think we know now how dangerous Xylee's kicks are. I, I don't think this is the first time that she's taking someone out with those kicks, man. <sighs> Got to be careful out there. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, Xylee is, is, you know, it's her fault or oh, anything like that. I mean, it was an honest, you know, accident, mistake, or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, yeah, pretty scary. Referee stoppage, no winner here. I'm sure we'll get this figured out or straightened out um, as soon as Mercedes Martinez can go. I would like to see Jake Atlas seek revenge um, for his friend and maybe have a one-on-one match with Boa. So, you know, keep the story going. That would be nice. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher um, have a face-off against MSK in which I, th- I thought this match was going to happen last night but it ended up not happening and i assume they're saving it for the great american bash cool no problem i don't have an issue with that um yeah i mean they i mean they sat down in chairs they had a talk um champa says that next week uh they're gonna win and that msk is entering the match as underdogs uh, Champa says Thatcher is ready because he's never won gold in NXT, and Champa knows. Uh, or Champa says nobody elevates titles like like he does. MSK says that they're tired of not getting respect and respecting what Champa and Thatcher have done. Uh, Nash Carter says that Thatcher and Champa did not hear them. Carter then slaps Champa. Champa says that was a free one. <laughs> Next week. They'll be taking those titles. (laughs) So that was cool. We come back from a commercial break, and then again, we got shenanigans with Cross and Scarlett going to their vehicle to leave. Uh, But then getting attacked by Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano. Karrion Cross gets up after getting uh, the door slammed on him multiple times, um, and then he crept up, took out Gargano with a sleeper hold, and then he takes out Austin Theory with a with a nice punch. And so, look, man, if we're gonna get a baby face Gargano and and and, and Austin Theory, even because I'm realizing that um, they're involving Austin Theory in this, 
Um, or maybe not. Maybe we won't get a baby face Gargano in this situation. I don't know, man. I'm not too sure. Only time will tell, though. Like I said, um, North American Championship match time. Main event, Isaiah Swerve Scott would hit Roe versus Bronson Reed. Um, the match begins with a tie-up. Reed pushes Isaiah Swerve Scott. Super typical, right? Uh, Scott's back up, slaps Reed in the back of the head. Uh, Reed starts toying around with Isaiah Swerve Scott, puts him in a headlock, won't let him go. Uh, Isaiah finally gets out of it. Uh, however, Reed hits him with a big shoulder tackle to knock him down. Now, again, I, I, it's typical, but I love this showing of Bronson Reed using his size, um, using his strength to kind of toy with his opponents and take him out. But then again, with someone like Isaiah Swerve Scott, who's got, uh, you know, quickness, the agility, the, you know, um, and also the power to be able to break a, a big guy like Bronson Reed down. You know, I wouldn't underestimate I would, in this match particular, like to see Bronson Reed, the champion, not toy around, to go at him, to take him out, take him serious, right? Um, Bronson Reed uh, with multiple shots to the head on uh, Isaiah Scott. Referee is distracted by the three members of Hit Row. Top dollar runs at Reed but misses and goes straight through the plexiglass of the barricade, which I thought was a good, shows that uh, top dollar Get some hang time. I like that. Um, Bronson Reed grabs Ashante the Adonis and throws him over the barricade as well. Uh, Isaiah Surf Scott capitalizes on the opportunity and he hits Reed with a drop kick. Uh, and uh, Reed attempted to enter, enter the ring. You know that spot where he's like coming through the bottom rope and then um, Isaiah Surf Scott did like it, it wasn't like it's like a, that little one legged drop quick drop kick. Um, he goes to the top turnbuckle and lands the 450 splash. Isaiah Swerve Scott goes for the pin, gets the one, two, three, and your new NXT North American champion, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Now, the situation is tricky because it's like, while I'm excited for Isaiah Swerve Scott, I think it's kind of weird and it's kind of telling uh, to what's going to happen next and what's in the future for Bronson Reed. This match was unadvertised. It was unadvertised. And the title changed hands. This is scary for Bronson Reed. I would think that this means that Bronson Reed is on his way to the main roster. Now, look, I'm not going to sit here and go as far as to say that's a bad thing or that's scary like, like like everyone else would because I like to give the main roster a chance always, no matter what they've done. I like to give it a little bit of chance. I like to just wait and see what happens. Or maybe they'll set up a return match. Um, Bronson Reed will win it back. Maybe not. Maybe we'll get a return match and Bronson Reed will lose again. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I'm happy for Swerve, though. Swerve's come a long way, man. 
He's held it down in a cruiserweight division. Um, had banger matches for the North American Championship before. And it looks as though that he's leading his new group, his new stable in the right direction. Um, one down. They're trying to get all the gold. They got one already. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with Bronson Reed. Um, I can imagine they'll announce a rematch before next week. Maybe not. We'll see, though. This was a pretty good episode, though. Uh, one of the most energetic, I mean, from the opening contest to the announcement of the breakout tournament to Roderick Strong uh, getting back in the ring, carrying Cross and Johnny Gargano shenanigans. It felt like a real vintage NXT episode. And I've been seeing it for the last few weeks. Like it feels like they're back in their bag and they're picking up, you know, the pieces from the disaster Wednesday <laughs> that they were on going head to head with AEW, which I think they should have done. I honestly think they should have stayed on the network. No way they should have done that. Showed their hands like that and, you know, showed that they were going to try and go up against them. But hey, it is what it is. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, make sure you guys follow me on social media at Within the Ropes and at with or at at Brian Tronic, excuse me, at Within the Ropes on Twitter and Instagram at Brian Tronic on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, man, pretty interesting show. I like it. Um, let's see. Before I get out of here, I want to talk about um, some of my most memorable moments in wrestling. Um, and now let me think. And if hey, if you've got memorable moments, you know what? I, I, I hit me up on on Twitter. I'll probably start like a thread of memorable moments and see if I can get the conversation going. See if I can get you guys involved to talk a little more about your uh, memorable moments in wrestling. Um, memorable moment for me: uh, Super Brawl Eight, WCW Super Brawl Eight. Um, from the Cow Palace, 1998, I believe it was. Yeah, Sting Hogan 2. That was a memorable moment for me. It was big. Uh, that was the night um, Hoovy lost his mask. I was there. That was the night that um, Steiner turned on, or, or Scott Steiner turned on Rick Steiner. Um, and that was the night Sting won the championship, uh, the vacant championship. Um, and became the, the the true WCW World Heavyweight Champion from Hollywood Hogan. So you know that was cool. Um, another moment. Let's see what can I talk about. Um. Uh, let's see. Um. Do I have two right now? I probably should start writing these down so that I'm more prepared. Whenever I do these shows, but I figured it would be nice to just be a little more organic. Um, but then sometimes you get in a situation like this and you're like, um, 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 <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, uh, the Monday Night Raw before SummerSlam, seeing the, 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 the stare down between uh, Nexus and what was it, a team Cena or something? I don't know, I don't remember what it is, but it was Cena and. Um, Bret Hart 
whoever else was on edge, whoever else was on that team. Uh, that was a memorable moment for me, seeing Bret Hart live, um, seeing Nexus, who I was a fan of at the time. I absolutely loved Nexus. Um, so it was cool. I actually had um, I had a sign, um, two signs made. Um, one of them was like, best there is, best there was, the best there ever will be. The other one was either Nexus or against us. Pretty cool signs. You can actually see the sign if you go back to that episode. Um, in the in the one, it was like we're like in the one hundred section. You can see the sign that I have, and you can see me, kind of, in the whatever. I'll probably I'll clip it or something and then show you guys. Um, again, thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, I didn't get to review NXT last night, so that's why I'm dropping it today. I'm gonna come back with another double header with NXT uh, Dynamite. Or I'm sorry, NXT Dynamite, <laughs> AEW Dynamite tonight. Um, so stay tuned for that. And like I said, I got more things in the works, more things coming. Um, so again, like I said, I appreciate everybody listening. Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler in the world. We still gonna talk about Sasha Banks, okay? Um, so let's not. Uh, hey, I ain't forgot. We I'ma still address Sasha, okay? In the coming days, I promise. I'ma dedicate an entire episode. Nah, fuck that. I'm not gonna do a whole episode. But we'll talk about Sasha. We'll talk about things that's happening at the Performance Center. We'll talk about uh, Vince McMahon. Uh, we'll talk about wrestling podcasts and the gatekeepers of the internet wrestling community. We'll talk about all that shit. All right. Everybody have a good day. I'll see y'all later tonight for AEW Dynamite. Talking better, show me. I fly up at the top. I keep money and odds. I roll like I'm a slob. Breathe the money drops. Yes, I.